Welcome to the Bible in Our Culture, an outreach radio ministry of Liberty Remnant Church, where we encourage you to view the culture through the lens of the Holy Bible. Glad to have you back at the Bible in Our Culture, an outreach ministry of Liberty Remnant Church. We're excited to have some special guests today, but here at the Bible in Our Culture, we look at the culture through the lens of the Bible. We'd not try and look at the Bible through the lens of the culture. The Bible is our guide, as that is the Word of God. And we have a treat today. My guests today are Ron and Tia McInerney. Can you all want to greet our listeners? Hello, Hello. Pastor. Hello, greet. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hello, uh, listeners out there. Wonderful. So I've not been able yet on this show to interview folks that go to Liberty Remnant Church. We tried it once. It didn't quite work out. But today we have Ron and Tia, people who have been with us since day one, and glad to have you. We've, we're, we've been about two years running, and Ron and Tia were with us on that first day and kind of with us a little bit even before that, if you will. How important is having a church home to you guys and why? Very important. In this life, we need each other, especially during these times. It's uh, Life is hard at times. Um, life is rough, and if you're alone, it's so easy to be swallowed in that despair and to, to feel overwhelmed and to feel like there's nobody to talk to and you feel like you're losing it and you just need somebody to talk to, pray with, hold you up, somebody that can believe where you're kind of doubting or somebody that can just be there to listen. Uh, yeah, so important. I tell people I, I'm often angry nowadays when I see what's happening in the world, mm-hmm. but where I get encouraged is when I'm fighting with brothers and sisters in the local church. Ron. Yeah, one of the things to recognize is that God created us to belong, to belong to community, to belong to something uh, that's part of our purpose in life. And ultimately, it's to belong to him, but to belong connected to one another. And when we're in fellowship with one another, we're sharing life. We're encouraging one another. We're lifting each other up. So there's, there's just much value there. And we have the opportunity to you know, to influence those around us and be influenced. And that's part of life. You're always influenced by who you're around. So putting yourselves around people of good influence is of great importance. Absolutely. And of course, it's it's biblical. And if you're going to say, I follow Jesus, then you better be part of a local church. That's how I read the Bible. I think it's said over and over again, if you're going to be part of his body, you can't just enjoy the head. You've got to be part of the body. And True. There's lots of misunderstandings and and hurt sometimes in the body of Christ. I'm still going to be living that way because I believe that's how God has called us to live. So you guys are part of the Eastern Washington Freedom Alliance. What is the vision and mission of IWAFA? Well, we'll start with Tia. She can uh, share the mission that we have. Well, our mission is... um Our East Washington Freedom Alliance exists to mobilize citizens and organizations across the counties of East Washington. We're working towards restoring freedom, justice, and adherence to constitutional values in state and local governments. So that's our mission statement. We also have a motto, which is strength in numbers. And what do we mean by that? Really what it is, if if you look at one person just taking any sort of action by themselves, if one person is upset, one person wants to go before a school board, go before a city council, go and, and try to influence and affect those who are governing in whatever governing body that is. If it's one person, two, three, four, small number, the effect is going to be non-existent to very minimal. 
the purpose of, of the Freedom Alliance is it recognizes that there are a number of groups that are active here in, in East Washington. There's actually, we've identified upwards of, of 40 already. And these groups, um, you know, they're, they're either involved in, in many different issues, such as parental rights, um, mm-hmm. uh, First Amendment rights, which is, you know, freedom of assembly and speech and Second Amendment rights, uh, medical freedom rights, many different uh, categories of, of, of groupings. But these, many of these groups are small in number. And so when they have a cause, when they have a, a battle, a fight, uh, something of interest, something they need to, that they want to stand for, they don't have the numbers to go in and, and really affect that change that they want to make. So the Freedom Alliance is about bringing all these groups together where they are aware of each other, where they're able to organize, where they're able to share the message of who they are and find out who their allies are. Because... You know, it's, it's typical that somebody who's maybe pro-Second Amendment is also a parental rights advocate, uh, a freedom of speech advocate. So if you, if you can bring these people together and they'll stand with one another, when it's time to stand up and stand with one another. And the way I, I see that is uh, the biblical example that, that comes to my mind is the story of Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. And Nehemiah comes back to Jerusalem, and there's a remnant that's been released from the Babylonian captivity after 70 years. And Nehemiah comes back to Jerusalem, and he's distraught. You know, the city's, uh, a lot of it's in ruin. The wall's been torn down. And there's the, the people that live around Jerusalem are hostile to the, the Jews who have returned. And they mock them, they ridicule them, they threaten them, they threaten them with violence, they... They are opposed to their way of life. And in, really, that's a lot of what, uh, what we're Sounds living familiar. right now today. Yeah, it's very familiar. So what's Nehemiah do? You know, he assesses the situation, and he sees what needs to be rebuilt with the wall. And he gets these different groups together. And I actually counted the groups mentioned. It's about 50, if I recall. And he commissions them each to rebuild a section of the wall or repair a certain gate. And these different groups get to work. And while they work, they're, they're threatened and they're opposed. And so they work, you know, guarded with their sword in one hand and their trowel in the other and posted guards. But the other thing that Nehemiah does is he's, he posts trumpeters, men, women, whatever, <laughs> with, with trumpets at different sections of the wall. And he says, we are dispersed far and wide. But if you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to the trumpet's sound to defend your brothers and sisters, to fight for them, to fight for their homes, for their children, for one another. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the Freedom Alliance is. It's the means of a trumpet. So how do we do that? Uh, we do that through service. We do that as a, a hub. The Freedom Alliance is a hub. It's a place for all these these organizations, like I said, to come together, to share that information, to, to have that conduit, so to speak. And then it's a place for the public to to come to through our website, which has just been launched here about six weeks ago. And the website provides information on the different groups that we are actively recruiting. And that's taking some time because it, it's a process to uh, uh, to get people, uh, groups enrolled. But anyways, that's, that's ongoing. And uh, so you can go to our website, iwafa.org, and find out information about different groups, what they're doing, when they meet, what their uh, mission statement is, what their 
purpose is. You know, it all comes down to uh, our motto, strength in numbers. Awesome. Strength in numbers. So it, it's about uh, it's about building an army, an army of volunteers that are willing to come together and stand up for, you know, we the people to stand up. When I think of, of Nehemiah and, and other places about the scripture, is a common saying, courage is contagious. Yes. And so is fear. So if we can stand together with those who are, are like-minded, maybe a little bit different niche, maybe a little bit different function, but that we all share freedom. We all share a value for freedom. This is great. So you said the website is iwafa.org. So that's E-W-A-F-A dot O-R-G. Correct. And that's basically Eastern Washington Freedom Alliance, which is wonderful. How did how did this come about? I understand there's some connection with making East Washington its own state. Yes, there is. That uh, that was kind of our, I shouldn't say kind of, that really was our, our roots. Um, uh, my wife and I got involved uh, two and a half years ago with a, a group of other people, and this is back in the the COVID days during the shutdowns uh, and uh, you know, all the required masking and all the vast I vaccine, those <laughs> the vaccine pressure and all that. And so back in that time frame, you know, we were living under a lot of oppression. So a lot of people were very interested in, Hey, let's stand up to Olympia and uh, let's form a new state. And uh, you know, it, it is a possible thing. It is uh, per the Constitution, Article Four, Section Two of the United States Constitution. It is allowable, but it is a lengthy and it is a difficult process. And we are still supporters. Uh, we would, my wife and I, and many others would love to have a new state. Yeah. But we also realize that to get that, you're going to have to have a lot of people that are really dedicated to it and really willing to sacrifice. That's going to take a real crisis. Uh, event to to bring that about. So where we are right now is realizing that the fight that's in front of us right now is to preserve the freedom that we have. Our freedom, our liberty is under constant assault. And so East Washington Freedom Alliance is about preserving that, that freedom and protecting that freedom. Back um, in February, my wife and I met with another couple uh, we actually sat down at lunch, and we're just talking about uh, where things are going and uh, with the uh, the uh, Free East Washington 51st State uh, Movement, and we started talking about this idea of some kind of a hub, some kind of a way to take all these different fragmented uh, platoons, so to speak, of 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 soldiers who who are active, who are who are involved in standing up and, and somehow bring them together to in some kind of a, a way that they can organize it. And when needed, when required, when they desire to, they can stand together and say, no, we started that. We started talking about that. We started kind of uh, sketching it out. And shortly after that, uh, on March 20th, uh, there was a group of 10 of us that met and we started uh, basically the um, managerial committee for the East Washington Freedom Alliance. And we started uh, the process of hiring someone to build us a website and designing that and, and figuring out what you know our motto is, which my wife shared. And, and then our slogan came, which is, you know, uh, I'm sorry, our mission, which is what my wife shared. And then our motto is strength in numbers. We just started, uh, you know, we get together every week, we pray, and then we just move forward and um, just start working and advancing and um, we've seen great progress uh, we're still young it's still new we're still 
I kind of like to say we're in our infancy, but uh, we are, we're getting there. We're growing, and it's it's uh, it's going to be a wonderful thing when we get yeah, up. It and, sounds great. Uh, a, a hub for strength in numbers. I don't know how many times I've heard about something late. I, I try to be pretty informed while I, I pastor a church, but I try to be informed of what's going on locally, and sometimes I don't hear about it till too late, or like we had with the uh, 5599 bill that was atrociously passed and we yeah. were, we were going to reject it. But so many people found out after the fact that we were, there was a, there was a referendum to reject it. And I'm like, why didn't, why didn't you hear about that? Where do you go to church? What do you get involved with? How would you not hear about that? And that's a good example. If this was one year, if we'd started one year earlier, wow. Iwafa would have been huge in getting the message out and we would have been the difference in getting those signatures. Right. I have no doubt about that. That's great. That's right. that, so we don't let that happen again. Again, yep, not again. So what do you say to people that think, well, you know, Washington's too far left coast, trying to be like California. Why, why even bother? What would you say to something like that? I think the fact that as a whole, we a lot of us thought we weren't supposed to get involved. Um, you're supposed to separate at least I grew up thinking in church and state were supposed to be separate. So mm. I thought, you know, just leave that alone. That'll take care of itself. Well, because I had that mentality, that complacency, we're all here. We're all now left, you know, holding the ball of, of complacency, and we have a lot of work to do. So we have a lot of work to get um, to speak up and speak out. You know, I, I, the other thing is people say that, you know, just let God just take care of it. God knows what's going on. Well, he uses people. He uses mm-hmm. his people. The government is on his shoulders. You know, that the people that say that we shouldn't be involved in government, I say that, you know, he is our prince of peace. He's a mighty God. He's our counselor. And we turn to him as our counselor, and the government is on his shoulders. So, yes, we do have to speak up. We do have to go vote. We do have to stand up. Uh, if we don't, this is where we're at. This is what we got. And so this, we can have a more repeat of what we already have and worse, or we can start speaking out and standing up and trusting God a little, little as much when God is in it, in it. And he is a God that turns things around and and we fully believe that. And he's turning it around by, by raising up folks like you all that have started Iwafa. I mean, that's, that's to me proof that people have had enough. They're starting to understand their civil responsibilities before God and act on them. And Iwafa is something like that. So our, our guests today are Ron and Tia McInerney with Iwafa. That's uh, East Washington Freedom Alliance. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Hello, my name is Pastor Jay McPherson of Liberty Remnant Church. I would like to formally invite you to come visit our reality-based local church. A dedicated group of believers planted LRC about two years ago in the middle of the COVID-19 government shutdown. We are not afraid to apply biblical principles to weighty current day issues. In fact, we feel God expects it of his people. Our goal is to be a simple, relational, biblical church that applies biblical principles to the issues of the day. If you're looking for a local church or know somebody who is, please consider what God is doing at Liberty Remnant Church. We're meeting at 7919 North Division in Spokane every Sunday at 10 a.m. For more information, please check out our website, libertyremnantchurch.org. That's libertyremnantchurch.org. 
or email me at pastorj at libertyremnantchurch.org. Thank you. And we're back with the Bible and our culture, where we look at the culture through the lens of the Holy Bible, not the other way around. Our guests are Ron and Tia McInerney with IWAFA, East Washington Freedom Alliance. And we were talking about why so many believers uh, tend to avoid the political process. Why do you feel that is? Well, for Christians, I think that most of us, you know, we, we just want to be left alone. We want to work. We want to spend time with our families. We want to be involved in our church and spend time in the Word and worship and be about, you know, just loving one another and loving God. And so we're busy already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, politics, oftentimes it involves being upset and sometimes even being angry. And, you know, as, as Christians, that's just kind of counter to how we want to be. It, it really is. Um, and I, I recall, though, that, you know, when, when Jesus went into the table, into the temple and observed the, the money changers uh, and what they were doing, he got angry and yeah. he, over, he overturned those tables and uh, drove them out of the temple. So, um, really good. I think if yeah. you're not angry, you either don't know what's going on or you don't care. Right. So that's really encouraging because I, I can be angry when I look at what's happening at city council or when I look at what's happening in Olympia here or there, I can get angry. But in some ways that's okay. I think God, God wants some angry people that know how to, how to manage it, how to steward it responsibly. Yeah, that's right. absolutely. And if I could add one thing, you know, as Christ, as Christians, um, as we, if we don't get involved in, in politics, if we abdicate the moral issues of politics, uh, if we just abdicate that to to the left, they're the ones that are going to determine what is morally morally right and morally wrong. And uh, God's people, if we're silent, that's that's where we are, and that's wow. where we are today, yeah. right? Yep. Absolutely. We've abdicated that role, and now we got what we got. Yeah. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Christians are involved in churches, they're involved in their families, and most of us have jobs. Yeah, a lot on the left. Their politics is their church. That is where they get mm-hmm. quote unquote fellowship or the counterfeit to it. Right. That's where they they get some sort of sense of belonging, purpose in, sure. in all their their left wing stuff. While we gotta kind of be a part of politics as well as be involved at church and be involved with our our families and so on. Well, I'm excited. Christians are rising up and beginning to understand our civil responsibilities, but. I, I tend to think that a lot of us are neglecting state and local issues because of all the juicy drama and the federal issues that we see on on the news, all these personalities. Is, is Iwafa looking to highlight some East Washington issues to liberty-loving people? Yes, we are. Um, we are you know, connected to the federal issues. Uh, they do trickle down and, and affect us right here at home. Um, but here on the local level, uh, we are wanting to be actively involved in school board issues, city issues, and that's, I mean, we're talking not just Spokane, but throughout East Washington, uh, county issues, uh, property rights issues. Um, another one uh, that we we see as a need is agriculture. Uh, if you look here in East Washington, there's a lot of agriculture. It's, it's a huge part of our economy. Well, with agriculture, you have water rights, you have the whole issue of the dams, uh, the water's needed for irrigation. Um, if you take out the dams, you know, there's a lot of farmland that's just going to be arid and no longer will produce. 
so I, I'm hearing a lot of different issues that EWAF is a part of being that, that hub. I'm so glad to hear about parental rights. It's, it seems like with the previously mentioned 599 bill, that parental rights has come right to the front of our minds as liberty-loving people. That's something that you see uh, EWAFA helping facilitate? Yes, absolutely. You know, exactly how that's going to work as far as how that will produce fruit. That, that's, that's not so much, you know, the, the purpose of the committee, the governing committee, the board of, of 10 people. Um, we're, we're providing the platform, but it's really going to be for if it's parental rights, if it's medical freedom, First Amendment, whatever the, the cause is, it's really going to be about the people coming to the website, seeing what the active groups are, joining those groups, growing the numbers in those groups. If So if you have a, an organization standing up for parental rights, and say that organization has 150 people, 150 active members, if that membership can be grown to 5,000, that gives them a lot more status and clout. And then when you take those 5,000 people and, you know, the trumpet is blown because that is where the assault is. And now you have 50 or 150,000 of their brothers and sisters from other Alliance members that join them. Now you're, you're actually, you have such a, a sizable army that you're, you're going to drive fear into the hearts of the politicians that are opposing parental rights. Wow. I think that has become necessary. Again, as a, a pastor and growing up in the Christian bubble, we shouldn't make anybody be afraid. We want to be loving and welcoming and accepting. But it seems that a lot of the politicians that unfortunately have come to power, they don't listen to principle. They don't, they don't listen to the people. They really only listen to power and, and, there is a, a healthy fear. I, I, maybe it was Thomas Jefferson that said, when the government fears the people, there is liberty. When people fear the government, there's tyranny. tyranny. And was that Thomas Jefferson? Do you know? I think it was. Sounds yeah. like something he might say so. anyway. Yeah. And, and so I, that I think could be a really important part is, is listeners might be uh, hearing this on the radio or listening to a podcast. They're probably involved in some liberty-minded thing in East Washington. Well, go to iwafa.org and sign up, become part of Iwafa so that, that you can encourage others. Remember their strength in numbers and, and you'll be a way to get your message out. Yeah. One last thing that I'll say about the uh, website, uh, it is a work in progress. It is still in its infancy. So you'll see a lot of like templates there that have yet to be filled in. So if you go to the website and I encourage you to do so, and you don't really see what you're looking for, please check back in a month or two Keep checking back, and you'll see the website grow and become more and more of a facilitating tool, more and more of a service item for the people of East Washington. Well, I was looking at it today, and I, I'm impressed at how it already is. I think when you first told me about it a month or two ago, I looked at the calendar, and there were a few items. Yeah. And now I go, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was happening yes. this week. I yeah. could be part of that. Let me check my calendar. Yeah, and thank you for mentioning the yes. calendar. That is yes. a huge part of the website, and uh, it will become more and more of a fantastic tool to where you can just go and you can look and see all of the upcoming events that are taking place in East Washington for the cause of freedom. That's excellent. So the, the place where you got various organizations, First Amendment organizations, Second Amendment organizations, agriculture, border security, business rights, on and on it goes down to the right to life, parental rights. And if, if you're listening to this show, 
if if you're involved even in this radio station or part of our local church, Liberty Remnant Church, you're probably passionate about much of what's going on here. Uh, if if you, you check it out and become a part of it, I think you'll be glad that you did. We got a couple more minutes. Anything that you guys would like to highlight before you go? This is a huge endeavor. It has a lot of opposition already for a lot of various reasons. So Christians everywhere who are interested in becoming a part of this, uh, joining a group, helping to facilitate like-minded causes for freedom, be prayed up. Ask God where he would like you to work. I mean, we need, we need people. It's going to take a lot of people, as our motto says, you know, strength in numbers, because the, the fight is huge, and they have a lot of strength in numbers. They have funds. They have all kinds of um, know-how that has been ongoing for years, and we're basically just starting, as it were. Um, some of these groups have been around, I don't know, a couple of years, three mm-hmm. years, so, yeah. which isn't too long in comparison. So we really need prayer. We need um, people to intercede, and we, we need to call out to God because it, it could be that God will have mercy and spare us from the judgment. We don't know. You know, that back to that question, what if we don't do anything? I mean, what if people, some people are saying, well, it's too late. Well, maybe it's not too late. Come on. Let, let's let God do, decide that. Let's God decide that. Maybe yeah. we do need to step up and pray more, do more, you know, vote, get out there, rally. Let's go see what God can do with all of that, you know. So, yes, Absolutely. let's pray he, this out. He wrote yeah. the Bible for us so that we could see examples of Gideon and David and mm-hmm. Moses and Daniel. And so if he did all that, he yes. probably wants us to do what he said and expect him to deliver us. And we've got a great days ahead. And I do have one last thing. With Iwafa, uh, there on the website, there is a, a place there to volunteer, and we do need volunteers. Yes, we we, do. we are really in need of some technology people that can come in and help with some website building, application, uh, uh, landing pages, some administrative functions. So, yes, volunteers, we're more than welcome to accept volunteers. We would love to have some volunteers. Great. We often say, do something. You're not going to do it perfect, but if you can help some way, somehow, uh, doing something's better than not doing it. Doing it imperfectly is better than not doing it at all. Absolutely. And I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of the, the group that's come together f- for East Washington Freedom Alliance because you're doing something. You're making a difference. I think it's going to bless a lot of people, and it's going to advance righteousness and liberty in East Washington. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. God. Yes, God. <laughs> Well, thank you for being part of this broadcast, The Bible and Our Culture. You can see that we're making a difference with biblical values in the culture. Be part of it. Be prayed up. And remember 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. That's Bible impacting the culture. See you next time on this Liberty Remnant Church Outreach Program, Bible and Our Culture. Thank you for listening to The Bible in Our Culture, an outreach radio ministry of Liberty Remnant Church. If you want to support this ministry financially, you could do so by going to our website, libertyremnantchurch.org backslash give, and select radio ministry. See you next week at the same time.